steal you for a sec? Hello and welcome. My name is Karen. And my name is Ashley. And this is Hey, Can I Steal You for a Sec? Just like you, we are both extremely opinionated about The Bachelor and all things related. So we decided to move our group chat from our phones to your ears. We're going to talk a lot of shit, but by no means are we condoning any hate being sent to anyone who's been part of the show. Do what we do and send that to your group chat. We're not saying you can't be an asshole, but just be a kind asshole. Also, if you truly don't like someone from the show, hit them where it hurts the most and don't boost up their engagement numbers by commenting on their social media posts. If you're looking for a podcast where your hosts won't body shame, are sex positive and committed to anti-racism work, then welcome. Hi, Karen. Hello, Ashley. I'm so tired. So long episode. Three hours. It was just like an extra hour for ad space, really, but... And also, I shouldn't even be complaining, because normally finales are two days long and, like, five hours. Oh, that's true, um, huh? So it's like, it's fine? Yeah, I feel like they could have done this one in two hours, They though. could always do it in two hours, but instead <laughs> we do, like, 700 flashbacks of things we just saw, and seven years of ads. I don't know why I did seven and seven there, but <laughs> I couldn't come up with another number. But um, I'm happy. Yeah, honestly, I probably could have just like skipped straight to the proposal. Honestly, <laughs> same. Although there were like little moments here and there that I'm like glad we saw. But for the most part, um, there was just two hours of stuff and then a proposal. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's not a spoiler because that's why you're here. Yeah. Um, and then and then after the final rose, we have to talk about which like. <sighs> We did, like, 30 minutes on Greg last week, and there's, like, an hour of Greg content just on today's three hours of yeah. finale. I don't think we'll be doing that much amount of time so on either. him again. I but. don't think I have the mental capacity to do it again. No. No, we already kind of said what we said, so. I agree. But, hey. Here we are, and he comes up, so. So, he's the first thing we acknowledge on this episode. Yeah, we rewatched the whole They made us, first of all, they made us rewatch Michael leaving for the third time this season. They were like, hey, want your heart to be broken into, I'm going to go with seven pieces again? Like a horcrux (laughs) situation. Um, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Woo! Uh, And so... Yeah, they just recap the season, which is standard. It's fine. I just am tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think the additional thing was that she did have her ticket booked or something like that to go home or something like that. Did you catch that? I don't I don't think so. I yeah. know she said she took book by ticket. I didn't catch them saying it was Caitlin booked. I think Caitlin said it was booked oh, when, well. she was ta- when they talked to Katie right after rewatching all the Greg stuff. Mm. She was like, oh, and, you know, you had your ticket booked to go home and all that stuff. I think she said that, which I was like, mm. I missed that. But good I to know. I was insured. <laughs> I think they can afford it. Um, <laughs> but someone on standby got a nice little surprise that day. So congratulations to that person trying to leave New Mexico and go to Washington. You did it. You got your you're spot there. because of this. So if you're a Bachelor fan. And you listen to us on the way there. What would be the odds that? of that person <laughs> Being a listener, that would be freaking cool. Well, I guess that wouldn't have happened because that happened before the podcast came out since they filmed all of this. Well, true. They wouldn't have been listening to it. I'm just saying, what if they're Unless listening to it now? they're a time traveler with a time traveler's <gasps> phone and they downloaded the episodes, as everyone should, Whoa. to listen yes. in the past or the future. So if you think that you have a chance of time traveling, may we suggest downloading our episodes for future or past enjoyment? Plug. <laughs> 
Uh, downloads matter. Anyways, so um, also, Karen, just real quick. Yeah. We've, at in, uh, in like an hour from now, we will have completed one season. I know. That's crazy. What the hell? We got here. I this didn't actually started. think we would. I, there were moments where I was like, there's no I way mean, we do this. Between the three of us, we could probably fill a room with our unfinished projects. We could probably fill <laughs> multiple rooms with all of our unfinished yeah. projects and all of our unfinished hobbies that we have picked up and said, this is my thing. And but we did this thing. This thing. These mics have been put to use. We literally put our sweat into this. So much I of mean, it. Like, no, I don't think any blood's happened yet. Mm. I did step on a piece of glass earlier today, but it had nothing to do with the podcast. So <laughs> just need to share that. Just there need to share that. Tears. There's there, been yeah, tears. There have been tears. Watching everything to do with Michael. Yeah. I cried. Sweat and tears into this um, podcast. So, no blood. No though. blood yet. No blood yet. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hey, Bachelor in Paradise is coming up, and who knows? It's always up in the air, and we will discuss that in a little bit. However, uh, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Anyways. Kudos to us. Good job, us. Congratulations, everyone. High fives all around, except not because the mics will pick it up. Nope. Ashley did it. I did it. <laughs> Life's hard for you. All right. Well, let's get into it. So as you say, we watch rewatch so Greg's We're now stuff. going to recap it word for word so you can get it again. Yeah. Because uh, we just thought you'd want that. We're actually going to reenact Greg I and Katie's fight. Damn it. Actually, <laughs> what the role of a lifetime. <laughs> Um, I would love to play Greg in this because I feel like I could get so much out of my system. There you go. That I just don't because. Hey, Karen. Yeah. I just really like looking at your face. (laughs) 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 Anyways. uh, So, yeah. Anyways. Okay, we should start. We should. We should. (laughs) We said anyways like six times and people are just like, all right. And they're like, this is definitely like the only season these kids are getting. Apparently, Katie had a ticket booked and she didn't go. So hopefully it was insured. We got that joke done. There, boom. Hi. Awesome. Okay, good job. I really have nothing else to say about her reaction afterwards because it was just kind of really short. It was just more things. The way that they like edited this episode was interesting to like jumping back and forth. I feel like we've usually seen the whole thing play out and then we get afterwards reactions which I kind of miss that format more than jumping back and forth i agree with you it just took me a lot to like be like present and then pass and yeah. then present and then pass i'm like just let's just let me watch the whole the enchilada. only time i did like it when they just cut straight to justin that is um, true that i like i didn't like the random insert of greg and then not and then him being back like that was just felt not not even because of opinions i do or do not have about greg it was just felt also, Choppy and chronologically, awkward. just didn't make it sense. Didn't make like sense. they should have gone with Greg first, then Justin, then Blake. It just made I, I don't know. It just yeah. I get that Blake, uh, Blake, Greg was like a big event, but <sighs> anyway. So that was that, and so basically, it cuts into Tasha, also known as Blake's ex girlfriend, and Caitlin coming in the room and letting them know that they're the final two. For this episode only, I will only be referring to Tasha as Blake's, Blake's ex girlfriend for the comedic aspect of it. Because it's real funny. Because it's hilarious. Like, she straight up, and like, you will see as we go ahead, through this. Like, she straight up just helps him throughout his entire, like, process Proposal. of proposing <laughs> to his new girlfriend. And she, like, was his he she broke up with him but like she's his ex girlfriend and it's cute and I'm not mad that this is the situation it's just no, funny I love it. I'm so glad and it's cute that they both seem perfectly comfortable with it so it's oh, fine yeah. so we're gonna poke fun at it actually I even saw Tasha respond to someone about poking fun at it on Twitter being like lol so it's been blessed 
By so Tasha. the two guys get the news about um Katie about Greg's exit, and I thought they were gonna be like Katie's leaving, and then they were like, and Katie like, is ready to dates. see about your relationship with her. Which yeah. I was like, okay, well that's like burying the lead right there, which happened a lot this episode. We buried the lead a lot mm-hmm. at Blake. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get the news, and Blake's like, cool, but then he's also like, oh wow, like. What's That's going intense. on? Like, yeah, she might not be over Greg. Yeah. And what does that mean for us? And all Which very... were all sound bites that the producers made him say or got him to say so they could put him in the previews and make us confused as to what was going to happen tonight. Also, very fair things to say and to yeah. question, obviously. Um, so they go on their date and Blake asks Katie about her week, whether it's prompted or not. I like that that happened. Um, and she tells him everything. I saw someone tweet. Uh, they said only on the Bachelorette. Can you go to your other boyfriend for advice on your ex boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was cute. I loved. I actually really liked that conversation. The way they like she. I'm. This is my. I love that Katie was like I was gonna leave because if she hadn't said that and then Blake watched it back, if they were together and watched it back and was like, oh my god, she almost left. Like, and she had never even told me that. Like, that would have really been. Shitty. Yeah, I think you have to be like 100% and, honest and in this not situation. And they're a lot of the times on this show. A lot of times people find stuff out after the fact and it sucks. It's and also hard to tell someone that, especially someone that you also are in love with and in the fear of them being like, oh, damn, and then them dipping too. Yeah. Like, that's and scary. We can, it's safe to say that Katie's a little nervous about that happening because it's happened. Obviously, with Michael, it was a different situation. If he had a kid, whatever. Um, but with Greg, then with Greg, it's like... It's very clear to Katie, and it's not always clear on The Bachelorette or Bachelor to the lead, that, like, they're not the only ones making a choice. Yeah. And so you go on, and it's, like, almost like, oh, I can't get hurt because I'm choosing, which is generally true. Mm-hmm. But there's always the possibility towards the end that, like, your person dips. Yeah. And you're stuck. And that's sort of what it looked like happened with Greg, is, like, Katie had sort of had an idea in her head, and he was, like, peace out in and and her entire, like plan kind of crumbled mm-hmm. and so that's definitely that has to be like right in, like at the very front of her brain when she's talking to blake yeah and like i said before i, I get blake's reservations and the things that he was saying in the one-on-ones even if he was prompted or not it's totally fair but i also appreciate how he didn't project his like reservations or insecurities onto like katie necessarily and if anything he like kind of like brought it up to talk about it mm-hmm. um and open up more of a conversation, like a back and forth about it, which I think is um, a good example of how to handle that kind of situation. You'll it see is... other examples of that in this episode, of how <laughs> you can actually be uncomfortable or hurt and still uh, communicate effectively with your partner. Yeah. It's and amazing. Obviously, every situation is different, but every situation I think I've seen out of like the top guys, it's pretty hard to be that vulnerable. And I just appreciate that uh, being able to watch like someone communicate that in a manner that I would rather be talked to and in a manner that I would rather the people in my life be talked to in their romantic relationships. Um, so anything else on the day part of their date? Um, no, because I feel like the night part, uh, not the like, hey, night part, but like the dinner date aspect is sort of what we're the most important part of today's date. Yes. Is. And just, can I just say, the freaking, actually, I'm going to just use their terminology, the fucking cutest way <laughs> to tell someone that you love them, to just start with the story of when you realize you love them. 
Oh my god, Blake. I yeah. like I, okay, I've liked Blake for a while. I've liked Blake's Natasha season, which has not been everyone's opinion, but I have liked him for a long time. And this was just like <gasps> for me, I just thought it was super sweet when he was and he like went into the whole story of like when he realized it. And then I just love the idea of like telling someone you love them and then immediately dropping an F bomb. Thought that was great. And then Katie being like, Me fucking too, basically. And I just they're totally met for each other. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I yeah, I really like that he uh, like made a note of like when it happened and shared that with her. I think it just makes it extra special to kind of like have that moment in your mind. And I guess it's easier definitely for him to remember it because, you know, it's only been a few weeks and stuff. Um, but I thought that was super sweet. And yeah. it was actually like such a cute story. And I think what I liked the most about it is that the story was really reflective of both of their personality types. Like mm-hmm. you could see so much of each of them in that moment them being themselves around each other and i thought it was just really cute katie saying go america when she scored on blake being like the moment for him like i can't it's so funny because i I don't know i just thought that was hilarious yeah and just to rewind a little bit because there's a couple things that happened before that that i wanted to talk about but um he was talking about like his relationship with his dad before he told her that she or in leading up to him telling her that he loved her and i was like oh i wish i, I wish we knew more about his dad i know because i had mentioned that in a previous episode where i was like oh do we know anything about his dad right and we, we didn't. talked about that last week because of hometowns and he did say like up until recently he didn't say i love you to his dad which is like oh shit what's going on mm. um like there's a story there and we didn't get to see it yeah or hear it or maybe he chose not to share it like which obviously it's not our but like also, I just don't feel like we know a ton about most of the people in this show. So, yeah. And then another thing that I really liked was that he mentioned um, about her meeting his family and like how they like liked her and stuff. But he didn't know, like, not that he needed their approval to move mm-hmm. forward Which we with talked their relationship. About last week. Yeah, I just really liked that note because, like, I don't know. Obviously, it's like really intimidating to meet someone's family and. As you can see, some people have some pretty did you intense see Katie's family? <laughs> um, and so it can be hard if, like, you know, they don't like you for maybe not necessarily the best reasons or whatever. And so it's kind of nice to hear from your partner that, that they know you and they want you regardless of what other people's interpretation of right. you might be. So I just really like that. I, I just it made me like Blake a whole lot more just seeing him and how he actually like talks to Katie and respects her. And I don't know, just seems like a very emotionally intelligent person, Um, which not that I didn't think he would be, but it was just surprising still. Um, Yeah. I I mean, we talked about it a lot last week, but, and well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later with Katie's family, but it's very much, I I also noted that, that I really liked that he, Kind of was like, I mean, I want them to like you. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's <laughs> the ideal situation is that the family likes the person you bring home. Um, but that's not always the case, but it's like, okay. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Like, yeah. And then just jumping back to when Blake told her that he loved her, Katie told him that she loved him back. But Karen, I thought she was going to wait to say it until there was only one person loved. Was well, that the most annoying voice I could have done? Yeah. Thank you. There's a lot to unpack there because I think personally my By thought the way, that's on not it, my opinion. No. I'm just 
being that person. My thought on it is that there's a few things actually is that it was likely Blake and Greg that she felt love for that she felt fell in love with both mm-hmm. of them which is totally possible we've seen this happen on the show multiple times and i think that's why she, she wanted to wait until it was her final one to use the terminology of the show that we are all signed up to watch um the final one and she and didn't sign up to be on and she didn't want to tell greg that she loves him while she also loves blake and she also has Justin in there, and she wanted Which to respect all three men. That's exactly what she said. Yeah. She said, out of respect for the people here, I do not want to use the word love until there's one person left. Yes. And then... And that probably sucks to hear if someone that you love and that they love you also loves someone else, but the nature of the show is that that shit fucking happens. It sucks, but it's the situation. And the thing for me with Katie is that, can you imagine, okay, that's your rule. You've set this boundary for yourself. Respect. Cool. And then it backfires because it means that Greg leaves because of it. I would probably reevaluate the thing, too. And I feel like that's Mm -hmm. in her head. Not that she's thinking when Blake says, I love you, that she has to say it back because Greg left. Mm -hmm. But I feel like she probably won. Like you pointed out, it was probably between Greg and Blake in terms of the love thing. And sorry, Justin, (laughs) we love you. Truly. Um, But so... The other guy's gone. She knows she's not going to say it to anyone else. But when Greg is still there, she doesn't know. Yeah. And so I have absolutely no problem with her, like, sort of changing her rule. For one, as a reaction to Greg's overreaction to the rule. Yeah. And two, because now she knows who the person is. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no risk of saying it to someone and then, ac- and then needing to say it to someone else, like yeah. Ben or all met multiple and I saw past bachelors. people get mad that they're like, well, I thought she was waiting to say it out of respect. What about Justin? Well, I think she was for certain not in love with Justin. She said and that. from the start of the day with him, that is, we're dropping ahead, but from the start, when she, she didn't saw him, tag him along. she ended yeah, it. Yeah, she was like, peace out. So I, Nicely. it sucks for someone to have their heart broken in any, any regard on that show. But I think she handled that in the best way that one person could in that situation. Because there's other leads that would have just waited and made Justin walk up to that proposal. Or would have told prepared that with they a loved ring. them. And then told Blake that they loved yeah. them. And then we get to the final and they chose Blake and Greg is left there right. feeling awful like JoJo was. Right. Or like, who else? There was a few other people. Ben, right? Oh, Ben, well, ben was the OG yeah. for JoJo. But yeah. it's like, I just... <sighs> it, I, to hmm. me, I'm not saying I that it's a bad call to do the love thing. But I think, to me, I wouldn't personally do it. But... I respect Katie's decision from the beginning to choose not to say love until she knew who it was. And she did. That's exactly what she did. She knew it was Blake. And so she said the word and she, and also it's not like she, there's been past uh, leads that have taken people to the fantasy suites knowing it wasn't them. Yeah. Nick. And there's been people who, (laughs) you know, and it's like, that's the path, whatever. But like Katie had the option to do that and didn't. Yeah. And I respect her. I'm sure Justin is grateful that she didn't continue to string him along until a freaking proposal. He didn't have to go choose a ring mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, can you, like that, the show is brutal in the sense that for most people in general, most likely would like to only propose the one time. Yeah. Obviously, circumstances happen and that's not the case for a lot of people. But in general, that's sort of the hope. 
And so to not take that, and actually Hannah Ann says that to Peter. Mm-hmm. She goes, you took that away from me because he, you know, proposes to her and they break up pretty quickly because he was hung up on Maddie. And it's like, Katie didn't do that to Justin. And so if people want to be mad at her, they can be mad at her. I don't really care because that's clearly just the vibe that Twitter and all the other <laughs> places want to put off. But I think she did exactly best case scenario yeah. what she could have done. I think no matter what she did, uh, the people that didn't like her would never, ever, ever give a reason to yeah. to be like, oh, that was right. I people, think they would find any reason to not like her. And it's just a it's a lot. It's people a lot. went into this season with an opinion. And would not let it change. And that's true for, like, life. People do that all the time. I'm sure I have done that before. I'm not saying I'm, like, perfect. But there have been leads that weren't my favorite. And I didn't go after every single aspect of everything they do ever. No. Um, (laughs) It's just... I mean, and some of them I had to work really hard to find the good things. Like Nick, Nick season, that was a hard one. Tough. That was a hard one. Because he was literally considered the villain at one point. And he... Kind of circled stuck, around stuck and was made the bachelor, which is a which is unusual. Yeah. Um, Peter was hard sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I don't. But but I, get, I didn't I get, criticize we, everything Peter ever did just because yeah. he wasn't my favorite. But we choice. also gave him credit when credit was due. Exactly. I mean, we didn't have a podcast to do that, but no. we did but it. We with will ourselves. just say that yeah. we did it. Because there was we weeks did. where we were like, "Wow, he's really in love. Like that's so sweet. Hey, Look he at him be so vulnerable." Children's book out now. And then there was weeks where we were like, "Dude, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just." It's just been a it's been a very frustrating experience. And I don't know if it's because I'm paying attention more uh, with like having the Instagram and now having the podcast. Like, I'm sure I'm paying a lot more attention to Bachelor stuff than I did when I just casually watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe all the stuff has always been true and I'm just now noticing it or maybe it's gotten worse. I don't know. But it's been a very hard season for me to watch not even watching the actual television program but watching the internet yeah i also feel like if she had taken justin to fantasy suite and they didn't do anything or they did do something she would get criticized for Mm -hmm. that because she did stuff with like because obviously she tells caitlin like she yeah she you know multiple times she had her Um, like four times in a windmill moment yeah but but the thing but katie edition yeah and i think that people would have probably been pissed at her for that i agree regardless even though with you like can't Hannah win. B, we were like wow four times in a window oh my gosh, and like for her. wow her and tyler she didn't have sex because she just wanted to see did it wow like we knew yeah. so much about her fantasy suites but we didn't really pass a lot of judgment on her yeah. like we do yeah. in this situation can i also on like, a lighter like four note. fantasy suites sorry um no it's okay sorry i kind of interrupted you but uh I love that this was the sex positive uh, season of The Bachelorette, like deemed that. And there was only one fantasy suite. Yeah. I love that. Me because too. actually, if you think about it, that is the sex positive thing. Because like she knew who she wanted and she went for it, whatever. Sex positive doesn't just mean you're just having sex with everyone. It just means you're like, you know, I don't know. It's cool. I like it. Go, Katie. I'm a fan. <laughs> She's not perfect. I don't like every single thing about this girl. I'm not weird. But it's like. I just don't hate her, and I'm so ex- I'm happy for her that this is over. Me too. I I think Karen actually said that earlier. Yeah. And I'm just sort of repeating it, but no. But it's, it's this one's a hard. I mean, I'm happy it's over now because I'm like, oh, I hate Katie. Let's move on to Michelle. I am scared no. for oh, Michelle, no. but I'm also not because I think that people like Michelle more in general, and so they're gonna have a little more grace for her. But it's also just like 
I don't know. It's just been really, really intense. And I feel like part of the intensity against Katie has been because she's not Michelle, as if yeah. she took Michelle's spot. Which, which I is think just is, not the case. Honestly, I think it's ridiculous because they literally created a season for Michelle who didn't want to miss another school. semester of school with her kids. And they created a whole other season for her. But they then we spent a whole season telling Katie that she's not Michelle as if she's trying to be. I. It's odd. It was odd. And, and then I just, spending the whole time, like, I can't wait until Michelle season. Then, like, wait until Michelle season. Like, I don't... I, like, nobody cares. It's it it's was, just... Yeah. I'm I, glad Michelle is here. And I hope... I'm excited. I'm stoked for Michelle. I love Michelle, We're too. We're big fans. And I really hope her season goes well. And if, for whatever reason, I start to dislike Michelle, I don't think I'm She'd going to... She'd have to do to, a lot, but, I mean... But, I mean... How much does she have to do to be disliked at this point? I don't know. That's I genuinely true. don't know because there's been stuff that's been put up about Katie and they're like, this is why I hate her. And I'm like, like, what? What is that? Why? There are things, obviously. That's like, wild. But like, that's the thing you would choose to hate someone for. But you know what? The internet is a crazy place and yeah. it's not the same as the real world. So, but I think, I think, remind, reminder of that. I hope she'll have, or it'll be a little bit um, less. I hope Katie can Weirdly, go to Canada like, and get critical out of here. on Michelle, but at the same time, let's be honest, she's also a black woman. So that's going to be There's going to be her own set of challenges. That's a unique Absolutely. set of challenges that is even more just like viscerally painful mm-hmm. to see. And I just hope, I mean, with when we look at Rachel Lindsay's season, like the stuff that she, yeah. that woman had to go through, whether or not still, you like Rachel. Stuff she's still going through. Yeah. So <laughs> in 2021. Also, I'm not going to shy away from the fact that she has her own set of unique. Yes. Awful things that she's probably going to have to. Right. Maybe not to confront, but maybe see or people. People who are also black who watch the show are going to have to watch on people up commenting on Reddit and yeah. Twitter and saying all these either outwardly racist shit or microaggression or microaggressions absolutely yeah it will that's absolutely going to be part of it because that's just this it's just a shitty situation that it is happened with rachel it happened with matt and yeah and not to take away from like the bullying katie's getting they're just different situations like one's one's like really (laughs) and like the katie stuff it's like uh, the Michelle, I don't know how to say this without like it being like misconstrued. The Michelle stuff is systemic problems that Michelle has literally zero control over. And it's just going to happen. And we it saw it with Matt James. Absolutely nothing to do with and her. We as a saw person. this year with Matt James. So, like, we can talk Rachel Lindsay and be like, uh, Chris Harrison would say, oh, it was just a few years ago, you know, that things were different then. They weren't. But, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but in the mind of by Chris Harrison, <laughs> it was three years ago. What? Um, but you could even cite Matt James, which is literally this year or end of last year, the beginning of this year. Yeah. Um, and we saw it then, you know, the whole, you know, Intense. black tr- trauma stuff they were using to just like make a storyline, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so that those are going to be Michelle's. Those are things that are set up as struggles for Michelle before Michelle even exists, before they even chosen Michelle that have nothing to do with Michelle as like an individual. Yeah. I did see that they hired a black executive producer first ever the first in the history. Ever. Her name is Jody. I cannot remember her last and name. And I think that's great. And I also want to acknowledge how much it sucks to be in those positions. Like if you look at Rachel Lindsay or Matt or Michelle, if you or, speak or, out, yeah. Or what's the name of the executive producer? Her first name is Jody. I'm Jody? almost sure. Okay. I cannot remember her last name. Um, or if you look, at all of their roles it's like they're entering a white space as the 
token black person. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So absolutely. like, there's all not like it's cool. And this is what's happening across different industries, different everything. Is that when when we're opening up the doors to having hiring on more diverse uh, people or getting diverse board members or whatever it is, is that now there is this like really heavy weight that that rest on everyone's shoulder who is yeah. a person of color in a in a predominantly white space to be the person of color right. in a predominantly white and space. And they have to be given the space to say it, to speak up because yeah. they're the only one. And they have to deal with the microaggressions. Right. They have to deal with the outward aggressions. They have to deal with all of it. And then there's only a few of them if they're lucky enough to have another person around there that also gets what's happening because right. there's a lot of nuance to it too. So, um, By the way, her name is Jody Baskerville. I'm Baskerville. assuming that that's how it's pronounced. It looks cool. pretty much how it's pronounced. Yeah. Right? Um, and I... Yeah, I that, I don't know a ton so, about her other than that. I hope that they are serious in listening to per, people of color or black people and people of color yeah. in these spaces, and especially in something like reality TV, where we ta- just talked about. And we just mentioned Matt James' season and how it felt like his trauma as a black man was kind of projected onto us for right. entertainment. And I get what reality TV is, and I've said it before, where reality TV can be in a really weird way, progressive and showing these stories in some way, but we also have to be very careful if about a, how if we, they show it, how we do properly. it. And you know, what's a good way of making sure that it gets showed properly is hiring people who know that experience mm. and know how to tell those stories. Preferably more than just the one. Yes. Uh, it's a lot to expect out of one person. Uh, maybe they don't hire multiple executive producers at a time. I literally have no idea how that works. No. Uh, I imagine it would be a, it's an exclusive job. So, yay. Yeah. I don't know how many producers they have. Anyways. So, that was that. And a then full tangent, basically. That, a whole tangent that had literally nothing to do with Fantasy Suites, but that's why you're here. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here, but um, here we are. Thank goodness we have notes, and we can remember where we left yeah. off. So, Justin. <laughs> well, I was at Fantasy Suites. Where are you? Oh, you're still at Fantasy Suites? Yeah, because Anything I else? wanted to note um, how wonderful it was that... Um, the fantasy suite card is signed by Blake's ex-girlfriend. Oh, yes. Um, the fantasy card was signed by Caitlin so, and Blake's ex-girlfriend. Tasha <laughs> and Caitlin, remember, reminder, Tasha is uh, Blake's ex-girlfriend, um, was like, hey, want to go have sex with your girlfriend? Take this key. Signed, your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> um, and I just love that. I yeah. love that for them. I think it's cute and Very funny. And I just like that no one acknowledges it. Like, even later on, Katie thanks Tasha for introducing her to Blake. Yeah. It's like, where do they meet? But, Katie. but we, but, and we all know, we all know in our brains why they know each other. Oh my gosh. We saw show. it, we watched it with our eyeballs on television. So, thank you, Bachelor, so, for that. Then we move into Justin's day, which is cut very, very short at the top, um, because Katie pulls him aside and explains to him that Blake is the one for her. And that it doesn't have anything to do with Justin. It's just that Blake is her guy. It's her person. Um, and Justin, you know, sits there, listens to her. And he's hurt. But, you know, he expresses that he's hurt and yeah. that it sucks to hear. Amazing. And that he still thinks that she's a great person. Um, and kind of explains a little bit about why he's hurt too and like how he like was thinking about this day and how great it was going to be and how he opened up and how his friends saw a different side of him and all this kind of stuff and um 
then it was en- it ended and she walked him out and he left and, and it was all polite and kind and all valid and yeah wow amazing how that's possible um i also did sorry i'm gonna jump back just a little bit but katie did mention that her date with blake was the best day of her life oh yeah she did and i just saw that in my notes and wanted to point that out that's significant because then she's going because that sort of pushes it into justin was like she's talking to caitlin and she says the best day of my life like basically this is my guy and caitlin's like um justin yeah and she's like oh shit yeah i mean that's not really how it went down but yeah i was gonna um, say uh. but, it, but, it, but katie's like yeah we gotta deal with that yeah and that's what we just talked and about she did it at the top too which again like i don't know they don't always do that no and i res- i'm appreciative i'm sure justin was appreciative i mean it's such in the moment but i would rather not have why to would go through spend a whole, the whole day? day can you imagine like reflecting back on like this whole day that you were building up to be amazing and you probably yeah probably thought it was amazing or could and the whole time they're think- thinking about how they're gonna break up with you uh, yeah no thank you i'm and I just, I just like that she approached it from the top and didn't waste any more of his time when she knew and she, she knew and then she went and told him like, which I don't is, know how which else she was supposed great. to do that. Was Thank she supposed you. to go knock on his door the right after the the second orgasm and be like, hey, it's over, it's over, peace out. I'm gonna go back to Blake. No, <laughs> not how it works. Um, all right, and, and ultimately then, they all know that they're on the TV show, so yeah. it's fine. And then they do the the cut to Justin present time but still past Modern technically day. yeah like two weeks ago justin um they instead of uh, a few months ago justin they cut to two weeks ago justin yes. um <laughs> who's still like kind of sad yeah and i think because we didn't get to see a lot of their relationship play out on our screens we missed out on a lot because he was definitely a lot more hurt than i think a lot of people anticipated i was surprised yeah although like i don't think it was that surprising because he still was final two even though he even said it like sometimes he, it felt like I he got said here. What we all thought, <laughs> yeah, I got here out of just by default. I think default. he said, yeah. Um, but obviously there was something between them. Like when they did have their dates, I was always like, oh wow, like surprised by how like cute and connected they seem. So, well, and even if let's say let's say for argument's sake, he was in the final two by default, he was in the top four on purpose. Yeah, and that's a big deal. He Katie got, chose him for top four because she sent Andrew home, and she so it's chose not, him over Andrew. So who we got to see that relationship. Like, so it's not like they had nothing going on because top four is a pretty big deal. Yeah, and it's hometowns. And then of course Michael goes sends himself home, and I think people assumed that Justin would have gone home then. And then of course Greg sends, him. but that's assuming because we all thought Greg or uh, Justin was going to go home before Andrew, and he didn't. So we were yeah. assuming we knew what was going on in Katie's and brain, and we didn't. Honestly, for me, that was one of the most surprising parts was when Justin got the rose over Andrew. Yeah, just I agree. again because we got to see her relationship with Andrew like before our screens and then all of a sudden it was justin and i was like whoa so that's a really great point to make is that he got to hometowns yeah on his own yeah he did that and whether or not he got to top two by default i don't know about that but um that's like that can be argued a little but because people self-eliminated so now we don't know what katie chose because katie didn't choose (laughs) uh but he was still there and i don't think katie we know that katie wouldn't have kept him around if she didn't want him there because she sent him home as soon as she knew. Yeah. So they talked and it seemed really good. Like you asked the questions that he needed to ask, which was like, did I get here by default? Like, um, and she expressed like, no, like we just didn't see our 
just because they didn't see our relationship played out doesn't mean they got there by default. And like, it wasn't even like their relationship sucked. It was just that hers and Blake's were bet was better. Yeah. That's all it was. That's how the show like, works. It's how, yeah. It's usually how the show goes down. But what um, I did like was uh, at the end, once everything was hunky-dory, and uh, they played the, uh, the, the, the montage. The montage of all of Justin's expressions, mm-hmm. and he was surprised by how expressive he was. And he's like, I've been told I'm animated, but that's a whole... This season was the first uh, time he's been confronted with yeah, it. He's the best. I, I He's great. Him. I hope we get to see him... In some capacity again, yeah. whether it's Paradise, which is probably probably, I didn't see him on the preview. No, I before they broke to commercial, they said like, "Oh, when we come back, like Greg and Katie will talk or something." And then Justin whispered over to Katie, like, "To be a fly on the wall for that conversation." <laughs> and like, I just wish yeah, they would have showed Justin's face throughout that whole thing. Oh my I think gosh, that would have been a box in the corner. Yeah, I would have paid money. for That, that. would have been so I like, good paid, for all paid of us. Extra money. whether what side of it you're on or in the middle or wherever you're at with the whole. Greg, Greg thing. Katie stuff. I just, I think it would have been great for all of us just to watch just Justin to watch react to all of it. <laughs> yeah, go Justin. We're Justin fans. We've been Justin fans. You've been a Justin fan from early on. Yeah, the first day I was like, he makes me feel cautious. And then the second one, I was like, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's sweet. He's a sweetheart. I yeah. hope we get he's in my top after like the pa- first episode. Bachelor? Probably Ooh. not, but that'd be fun. I, I would, would like it. That. I think it'd be funny. I would watch it. I and mean, I'd, I'd like watch it either way. I like but. to watch him fall in love. I Yeah, I also, I like how, and we talked about this last week on his hometown date, before, like, the family part, or the friends part, um, we finally actually got to see his personality, and I was like, I would watch a whole season of him. He's fun. Yeah, he is. Um, and we just didn't get, they didn't show it a lot this season, which is just, it sucks, but. Yeah, so moving on. Is, but now there's one person left is Blake. Yes, and he Blake gets, is gone. Blake is there. And he gets to meet mom and, and aunt. aunt Lindsay. <laughs> who's a person that exists. All right. So uh also just the right off at the bat, I thought it was cute. Blake was obviously nervous and he just as he's walking in just blurts out what he brought them. He's like, "I brought you flowers and chocolates." <laughs> and it was just so cute and like human and funny because I've, I don't know. It's just, he's clearly nervous and, yeah. um, he must have sensed something in that room because he's about to get it like laid into him. Yeah. So Blake gets pulled by Katie's aunt first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, I was Woo! like, this is funny. And then I was like, this isn't funny anymore. It like changed for me very quickly. I was like, oh my gosh, haha, she's starting off hard you know that's funny and then it just stayed it was a bit funny no chill. when she said that he flunked out of the other bachelor that was season. still on the funny point part that w- i was that like was still funny it was savage but i was like that's pretty good and like how she's like oh well they didn't choose you okay either. he yeah. was on like two and a half seasons yeah. of the I bachelorette won't, i won't judge him for the first two because they were the one and claire's the one that bowed out and he stayed and a bunch right. of guys stayed. Yeah. So, and we're not judging all those guys for staying. But the so but it is just funny three I think bachelorettes. As a family it's member, funny. It's fair to be skeptical of the guy I'm who not was judging like she's it. the one and then yeah, she's no, no, the no. one and now she's the one. Because he was super fair. into Claire. Fair, fair. But fair. he chose to be on two seasons of the Bachelorette. So the flunking out comment, it was funny. Gold. No, no criticism on that comment. Nope. Um my my criticism uh comes in when Blake is talking about uh, he's implying, or I don't know if he's ever talked about this before, but it seems like his parents are not together. 
And he's basically implying, like, he understands what it looks like and feels like to be involved in, like, a crumbling marriage because he lived through it as a kid or whatever is basically how he's implying in high divorce, child of divorce. So, like, I get that. Um, and then she basically is like, you don't get it unless you've That's done not the it. Same. It's not the same. And it's like, okay, absolutely true. That's true. Yeah. It's not the same. However, having been a child of divorce, and Karen can attest to this, I straight up just don't date. <laughs> like, and so being a kid who either observes a bad marriage that never ends or a marriage that ends and you deal with the divorce aspect, whichever way, when you grow up with that, it changes your perspective on relationships and how seriously you take them. Not always, but for a lot of people, that's why most of us are in therapy. And so I think it's unfair for her aunt to say like, that's it's different because literally nobody knows what it's like to be married until they get married. So it's really not fair to me for her to be like, Blake, you don't know what it's like yeah. to be married. Whether because or not he's... they met on this show or in real life. Regardless. No one knows until they know. It's just like the only person actually on this season, there's two people. And it's Michael and Hunter who have been married before that can speak to the actual challenges of being for real married. And also they won't know how it is to be married to Katie. Exactly. It's a different person. And so to me, it was harsh because if someone, like, if I was expressing, like, oh, I I see marriage differently because my parents split up and I watched, you know, a marriage fall apart. If someone then went, it's different and, like, sort of invalidated that experience for me. And this is someone who's supposed to be in the family I'm entering and trying to, like, open up to. That would hurt my feelings. Like, just to be, yeah. like, it would hurt my feelings. And Blake handled it very well. But I just feel, to me... And this is obviously, I know literally nothing about this woman. To me, it feels like she's had some shit relationships and she's projecting. <laughs> and I respect that she cares about Katie and I respect that she's trying to protect her niece. That's fair and that's allowed. Uh, but I didn't love the approach. Yeah. And I, like I said, I really like some of the digs at the start just because they were funny. They were funny. And like appropriate. You know, you, 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 Blake's own family did it. Honestly, this guy should take a little bit of shit at the start. It's not, fine. Not like awful shit, but just like a little bit of like a dig here and there. And she also it's, said, if he's he in said, on it too. I think he said like, oh, we both have a lot in common, which is really general. And then her response was like, what, you both have vibrators? I thought that was great. That was too. a great one. Good one. You know, be specific. These you were, know. This is at the moment, the part where I was still having fun watching it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I also put, we all need Katie's aunt to approve our relationships. But then I was like, Meh. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, um, I fully, I think the, the hard ass approach was great. And then you switch, yeah, into like welcome, yes, right. You can you, you can see if they can take ways. it a little bit, and yeah. then you're like, all but, right, and they also, can take it a little bit. If you bit. see they can't really take it, you back off a little. Not to say Blake couldn't take it; he handled it well. Yeah, but like if you, there's some people that don't like ribbing, you know, some people that just don't like that. Yeah. type of conversation and if you're meeting a person for the first like i'm a very jokey person mm -hmm. but if i notice that the person i'm like trying to joke with isn't vibing with it i'm gonna stop because yeah. i don't want to make them uncomfortable yeah but i think that's like that's like a priority for you and like for me but i don't think that's a priority for her i think which she is thinks, a problem i had yeah, yeah. Which she thinks <laughs> yeah. that they just gotta take it yeah. if they want to be in is this sort family. of what she said <laughs> yeah it is what she said um the parts that i didn't like was uh <laughs> When she was saying things like, uh, I think it said, like, you don't matter or, or you're, oh, yes. you mean nothing. Yes. She said, you mean nothing. And then she kept saying, like, cute as a response to things, which is super dismissive and demeaning. I hate that. Um, and what I really didn't like as well, going off of what you were saying when he was saying, like, he was the child of divorce. So he, like, 
he Which knows is trauma. He knows like <laughs> what it is to see like a, a a marriage crumble and things like that. And then she's like, "Well, it's different if you're not in, or it's different when you're not in it or whatever." Yeah. Which again, like Ashley said, it's true. But it also doesn't necessarily mean that there's nothing that that child, that little baby Blake, saw that doesn't inform how he could better his future relationship. I think to say, and it felt like she was saying that nothing of his experience actually would, um, would mat not matter, but would inform how to have a better marriage with Katie. A hundred percent. And which if I you think ask is so my therapist, <laughs> if you call Brenda Wait, right hold on. now, let me, let's call her right call, now. My therapist name is Brenda. Now everyone knows. <laughs> and uh, there's many Brendas, but like, seriously, a huge chunk of my, and I've, I've been in therapy for years, but like a huge thing about it is all the things I've learned from my parents' mistakes right. within their marriage of things that not just in relationships, but in my life, yeah. I will not do and now. And it would be naive for any of us to say, well, just because my parents got divorced, I know exactly what to do in my relationships now. And that's not what Blake Same was thing saying. With me. Just because my parents got in fights all the time, I know exactly what to do with my relationship now. That's untrue. But absolutely to, to make it feel like it wouldn't inform how to have a better marriage is a bit naive in my opinion i can't imagine how blake felt because when she said it i felt invalidated and she wasn't even saying it to me and blake and i are different people obviously he might have not even felt that way about that comment but based on mine and karen's reactions i'm assuming we're not the only two people who felt that way yeah it was not like we discussed that we were going to talk about this it definitely had to hurt like it definitely had to hurt. it was dismissive and this is someone that you're trying to impress but then like she also said you don't matter so so like yeah, that then you don't really matter. Hard. That's the thing is if someone if I'm like talking to someone and they tell me I don't matter, you've stopped mattering to yeah. me then too. And I put too like to treat like Katie and Blake like they're naive to their relationship, I think is kind of lame. Like they're both adults. Right. They both have it's, been yeah, through serious wrote, relationships. Katie is an adult. <laughs> yeah. And like they they can use their previous like life events to inform how to have a better relationship together. Uh, they're not right. completely naive to the concept of how serious marriage is. And, and I think it's one thing the way she talked to Blake, she doesn't know Blake, right? And so she's going in defensive of Katie, protective of Katie. Uh-huh. I'm not excusing it's all her out behavior. Of love. It's all out of love, but right? She knows Katie and she still spoke to Katie. Like, oh, you're just going to move to Canada. Oh, you're just going to go to Africa. Which, sidebar, the reason Blake says Africa instead of specific countries is because he goes to more than one country and he didn't want to list them all. End of debate. Because uh, <laughs> it's just like, what are you going to do? Like, okay, yeah, so I went to blah, 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 blah. And you then know. we would complain about how braggy he How sounds. braggy it was, exactly. Like, and so on. I just had to point that out. Anyways, so she's talking to Katie like, oh, you're just going to move to Canada for a man. And it's like, first of all, like you said, and it's in my notes, she's an adult. Yeah. And she can do whatever the hell she wants with her life if she so chooses. So if she chooses to move to Canada because that's where Blake is and he has a job he wants to keep and she doesn't want to keep her job or is able to move for her job, which we've talked about at some point in the season. Yeah. Um, because she's had those conversations with other guys. Fine. And, and they're moving to San Diego together just to end that debate. They're not moving to Canada. And just like when she was like oh it's it sounds like you're like oh yes i'll do that oh yes i'll go there um and i understand that katie's family is very like you know don't we don't need a man like Which in our so life am I, but still <laughs> but, but it just kind of i don't know it just felt 
we definitely have different perspectives on what's a give and take in a relationship between me and aunt the auntie um and i think katie and her probably have a little bit of a different perspective on what's a give or take give or take in a relationship it really sounded like aunt was like don't do anything for him um and it sounded like katie was like i'm gonna do some things and he's gonna do some yeah. things for me and we're both gonna be independent people coexisting and finding ways to live together which is where i lean more towards um yeah. i don't want a partner to 100 percent cater to my life um I well, just I don't I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. Imbalanced and it's not the 1950s so like the woman doesn't have to follow the man around and just cuz it's modern day doesn't mean the man has to follow everything the woman does like it's a partnership. And look, if uh there's a guy out there that wants that and a woman out there that wants that, that's You do you. Find your partner that also, you know, uh balances that out with you but um it was just it felt like again like ash was saying projecting some of her own stuff onto katie's relationship but again i get where it's coming from like the reason that it's coming off or the reason she's doing it because she loves katie she wants to protect her and she's probably witnessed some really awful stuff in her life and in katie's life and in katie's mom life probably and that's where that's coming from but it's also not an excuse as we said with some of the other interactions that we've seen on the show there's always a reason and it's not always a valid excuse right and also on that note of like okay maybe she's seen some shit um i will let's refer back to therapist brenda everybody (laughs) like that's not an excuse not go live your life because you've seen some shit like just because i watched my parents marriage fall apart doesn't mean i shouldn't go have a relationship same thing with katie like perhaps her aunt i obviously literally know nothing about her aunt but let's pretend her aunt had a shit relationship and she's projecting that on katie's relationship now it shouldn't be hey i had a bad relationship so all relationships are bad it should be like hey i had a bad relationship here's some red flags to look out for yeah you know and so to me and that's not my it's not, I'm not diagnosing Katie's aunt or anything like it's not. No, a thing we don't like know that. her. But I don't know her at all. I'm just saying that's what it felt like to me. And it felt like relation or conversations I've had with people before. Yeah. You know, and so it, to me, it's just the vibe I got. I could be 100 percent incorrect. But that's how I felt. Yeah. And I think probably there are people listening who probably have a really rough family member who's like super overprotective mm-hmm. or like the distant family member that's trying to prove themselves. So they're weirdly overprotective when they shouldn't be overprotective. They're like, I see you three times a that's year. That's a little bit specific, but that's probably because <laughs> of me. Um, but like, I guess for me, like, I'd like to be able to see my partner, like, be able to just like, not necessarily deal with it because they shouldn't take any like unnecessary abuse or anything. But um, just, I don't know, be able to handle that personality. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're going to be stuck with it. (laughs) I wouldn't expect that personality's opinion to be too, like, waver. It wouldn't influence me that much. But it would more just be like, can you handle being around this person for, like, five minutes? Just, you know, saying your hellos, being polite, and, like, moving on. I would hope that as Katie and Blake's, well, actually, as we're recording this, uh, Katie's family is currently processing the fact that the engagement even happened because yeah, she didn't she, tell them. She said until, because she didn't think they could keep a secret, but so I'm like, they or found were you out trying to delay oh, some yeah. of the stuff that you had to deal with? Um, but I'm hoping that now that the aunt knows as of an hour ago uh, at the time of this recording, um, that now that it's a thing and it's official, she can back off a little in a way because yeah. it, to me... At least I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. It was a preventative issue. Like, hey, I want to make sure nothing bad happens here. But now the engagement has happened. Presumably a wedding will happen at some point. Maybe not anytime soon, but at some point. And so it's like, I hope as their relationship progresses and Blake, I guess, proves himself. 
Mm. Um, she chills out. Oh. Yeah, I think Greg would have crumbled. <laughs> and I think he would have gotten mad at Katie. And I think Possibly. we would have then seen that blow up. I don't know. Maybe. Or yeah, he would have gotten would really curious. sad. I would be curious to see how other guys, Greg included, would have taken that. Because we would have gotten at least two. Hey, I saw some of these guys liking tweets that mm-hmm. uh, were like, that family's intense. I was yeah. just liking some other tweets that I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yay, yay. Just so you know, we can see the likes. <laughs> we can see what you guys like. Reddit posted FYI. a lot. Yeah. Um, just There's be careful. some opinions this out there that a, have this shifted. Is, this is just a, uh, a PSA. Yes. On Twitter, people can see what you like, even if you don't retweet it. So just be careful. Yeah. What you like. That's all. I'm not going to say what it was. I'm just going to say. It's out there. It's on Reddit. There. If you want to know. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I do. We spent so much time on the aunt. I just want to highlight Katie's mom. Because we saw the aunt. We and do I like was Katie's like, mom. I was like, oh, gosh. Like, yeah. now he's got to move on to the next mom. Like, the next person. Like, oh, God, Blake. Like, someone give him, like, a water break in between. Oh. Get a breather. And then he gets to his mo- the mom. And she was she's so asking sweet. very direct questions, and she's getting she's trying to get specific answers from him. And then when she she's does, not going easy on him, no, she's, she's asking not. real questions. And then when she when he responds well, she's like, "Oh, that's so good to hear." And she gets emotional, yes. and like it is so sweet. And I'm I hope it was it was done in the way that it was edited that he got to talk to mom last. Because oh my gosh, yeah. To end on that note would be better. And honestly, personally, if mom likes me, I'm good. Like, if the rest of the family is like, meh, if mom likes me, I'm good. Because mom yeah. is going to be like, I'm going to bat for that. Like, for the most part, mom is going to be like, I like my son's or my daughter's significant other. And, like, that's where it ends Life for me. It's certainly complicated a lot if the mom doesn't like you. Yeah. Um, from personal observations. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's not even, even in my personal life necessarily. I'm not saying, like, me. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's she, a big one. And it's, it's not to say if the mom doesn't like you, you should you should dump your significant other. No. Um, but it just makes life easier. Definitely. If that is the case. Yeah. And also if you're nice to the mom. I can't wait for Blake's <laughs> mom to meet or yeah. Blake's family to meet Katie's family. I would family. love to see oh, Blake's man. family meet Katie's aunt and see how that goes down. Someone she's could probably, film that for me. She's probably someone that like if they're in your corner, they're like die hard with you and that's great but so. it's hard to be against i that certainly person. though like i straight up was scared of this one <laughs> i was like yeah i was like i don't want to be interrogated by you like i would crumble i personally would do poorly with that so please to future potential significant others do not let your family members I think grill I'd me because i will but I, but I land on my feet but I'd, i will but start afterwards crying. i'd be like uh, i'm i'm confident i would just immediately burst into tears that's fair <laughs> I, I I hope Blake got a good cry out of there because it was tense. I would love to have seen Blake and Katie talk about it and Katie be like, I know, dude. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, after that, appropriately, they go into a healing event. <laughs> we all needed it. Uh, yes. Yeah, she was a healer. I don't remember the specific What's the term name? they used. Zozo. I have no idea. Oh, I forgot we the saw name. It. We saw it like right before we started recording and yes. I don't have it anymore. Well. The big, the big thing that they set on fire, they got to write down their, like, fears, and then they read it to each other. Yes. Um, which... um, one of Katie's fears I would like to point out. Um, she was saying, and this might sound superficial, but there's a reason I'm pointing this out. She said that she was, one of her fears is that she's not pretty enough. And I would just like to point out, 
as a PSA again, a lot of PSAs this episode, (laughs) to remember that these are real people. And Katie's appearance, and I'm not talking about like her clothing, that's fun and whatever. We can bash and most people's of the people clothing. who have been talking about the clothing have been like, she's cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's it's pretty. Not, this Why is not are what I'm talking about. putting her in stuff that makes her, makes yeah. her look like yeah, that. That's not what I'm talking about. There, But people, and this is true, going to be true for literally every season of every show ever. I'm so, I, I don't even know, I'm wasting my breath. But like Katie literally. Out, put it out there that her, one of her insecurities or fears is that she's not pretty enough. And people have spent this entire season on Twitter and all other platforms bashing her appearance. And I'm like, she's a real person. And we now know that this is a real fear she has. I'm sure it's a fear that a lot of women have, but um, doesn't make it not true. And so I just want to remind everyone <laughs> that we, I mean, we say it at the top of every single show, like, stop, you just stop. Just don't, you don't need to go to the person and tell them you think they're ugly and look, or that their side part makes them look ugly. Who cares? Who cares if they part their hair in the middle or on the side? Cause she gets like DMs about that every day. And I can't yeah. believe that. And here's the thing is that I get that you, some of us probably want to be mean. Some of us wants to say mean things. That's why we say, send it to your group chat. Yes. Send it to your friends who agree with you. You don't need to send it to the person you and be like, yeah. We don't need to put it online every time, especially when it's mean. Like, I'm not I'm not going to shy away from the fact that sometimes it is kind of fun to be mean. It's fucked up, but it's true. Sometimes you don't like someone. And for whatever reason, you're projecting your own shit onto them. You're pretending they're your ex. You're pretending they're that girl that bullied whatever. (laughs) And you want to be mean to this person that's on your screen. I get it. Do it to your group chat. Don't post that. I mean, we say it every week. Um, Yeah. So I just want to point that out because when she said that, I I said out loud to you guys, I was just like, ah, like, that's like literally a problem. She And then I just felt so sad for her because I realized like when you sign up to be on a show, you you know what you're signing up for in there. But that doesn't make it OK that people do it. It's yeah. like it like even like, oh, I got big on TikTok and now I'm getting me just because like you expect it doesn't make it okay yeah and also let me just add the whole mean thing too is a very nuanced thing because i'm not saying here like hey if you want (laughs) to racially make a comment (laughs) about someone because you hate a certain type of race you're totally fine in doing that text your friend those words no 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 no, no, no. there's a difference i want to make that very clear between like racism and sexism judgy little (sighs) bits of just life that we get to do when we watch reality tv we don't have to post it under their comment section we don't have to dm them anything why why do you have the time to even do that worry about your own side part you know and and i feel like the people that listen to this podcast are probably not the problem so i'll move on but (laughs) i just had to say it because that's why we have the podcast just so we can say the things oh man well so so the healing event went well yeah it was fine i don't know they Um, they burned the thing to be honest i checked out a little bit at that point because i was like those kind of things make to are, be fair are cringy to me. I hate the whole like write down your feelings. Speak it. I get that's part of the show. To be fair, like I the last that. three to four episodes of any season, there's a little more checking out just because it gets yeah. a little more serious yeah. and it's not as like it's not why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny. I just because I I'm like they have to get proposed at the end. Oh, I want the proposal, <laughs> but then at the I end. won't watch like the romantic. I don't want to watch the build much. up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just to me, and it's oh, and Karen and I have been to things where we've had to do the writing down our feelings stuff. I, I won't do, do it. I like I will oh. do it, but like I will not like I'm not gonna fully do it. Oh, and I'm not gonna like I do it because to me, <laughs> I, it's it doesn't work. It doesn't help me. I've never found a 
Oh, I mean, yeah, I clarity only, for it I only or do that kind of stuff when I'm like, I'm gonna actually like put myself in it. Yeah. But otherwise, I'll put so, myself through the motion it's of it. Not my vibe. And so when those types of dates come up, I'm just like, eh, now I'm good. So I wasn't fully paying attention. Sorry about that. Um, so let's move on to Blake and Blake's ex girlfriend choosing the ring for his current girlfriend. Yeah. So uh, this one time, Blake uh, wanted to propose to Katie. His current girlfriend. And so he called Taisha, his ex-girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend of a few months ago. And and she then called Neil Lane via FaceTime. Yeah. Because uh, he, I guess, was not there, uh, which why. But they had to get the Neil Lane promo in. Yes. And so unfortunately, on our drinking game this week, we I put in uh, if Neil Lane walks into a room, you know, was the specific not. Not if he was on the screen, and I did so. No one got to take a shot for that. He probably wasn't like allowed to do it because they they things ended early. Remember, yeah. so he has to do like a certain amount of time of quarantine. Right. He has to have a certain amount of COVID so negative. They just tests. sent the rings, yeah. So then they just like couldn't. Get, he just didn't do the quarantine time However, in time. So with that said, last season or no, two seasons ago when Tasha Blake's ex girlfriend uh, was the Bachelorette, Chris Harrison left. To go take his son to uh, yeah. college, he did not quarantine for a full two weeks after. So I don't know how strict they are. But anyways, Nailing wasn't there. Differs. Either way, Nailing wasn't there. But he sent some rings, and Tasha, Blake's ex girlfriend, helped him pick out a and ring. Blake was, I mean, he was having a moment. He was having a moment, and I was like, Blake, "This is your third time doing this, but let's get." <laughs> He's to never it. made it this far. Though. I know, but still, you you sign up. You've been in the show now for three rotations, basically two and a half. I'll say two and a half rotations because you know, Claire. Claracia. We won't. Yeah. Claracia. It's not his fault. Claire bowed out. You know, but she's still like, so Dale, so right, it's fine. The, come on, man. You yeah. Know, so he needed a second. He he walked away, and then they were like, we're going to edit this so that everyone thinks he's not going to propose just yeah. to stress everyone so the fuck everyone out. everyone can invalidate Katie and Blake's relationship and say that she's still in love with Greg because what the fuck? Because <sighs> how dare you be mad at your ex you when you're engaged you to you someone else? You actually can't. Scientifically speaking, it's impossible. it's impossible to be angry at someone else while also in love with someone else. Even Did you though, know that? I didn't know that because I usually... It's so weird. Like I have been angry at like and person you, you A put this ring on, and I have like always been just, in love with my away. boyfriend at the same time, but I didn't realize that like when I'm angry angry at my mom i can't like love jimmy weird weird also or, like, when i'm in therapy talking about my previous relationships that have legitimate legitimately traumatized me that this whole time i was still in love with them or i don't know if jimmy knows this that's so strange i didn't know this just it's, fyi it's, jimmy yeah um karen still loves you also <laughs> this is obviously we're going out of order at this point however just to hop on that um the breakup that Katie's upset about happened like three days before the engagement. Yes. It's not like it was a year and then she got into a relationship and dated someone for two years and then got engaged and it's now been three years and then she should probably be over it by now. My favorite part Different is thing. people are like, well, if she's still angry at Greg and now she's engaged she to must Blake, still be in love should with she Greg. do that? I'm like, literally yes. every contestant is getting over like five Multiple major relationships when they're engaged but you're gonna judge katie now because nobody likes her well, for like, whatever we didn't reason. say this in the previous what i have like I, I, I have let go of that judgment because of the show that i am watching i'm like yeah i'm watching people fall in love in six weeks that's what it's all stupid yeah we love it but to then be critical but it's all of, one, ridiculous. of one season stupidity when it is literally the backbone of each stupid season what i just 
It's silly. Just say you don't like the girl. I mean, they do that too. <laughs> and leave it at that. <laughs> um, You're yeah. literally criticizing the entire process of the show. Process of the show, which is totally fine. But then you're like, can't wait for Michelle. Michelle is going to fall in love with someone yep. in possibly six weeks, two people. Break up with multiple people that she might also feel like she might love, and then be engaged and be in the same formula. Yeah. As Katie. Just copy and paste it. It's the same shit. For guys, 20 years. What are For we doing? 20 years we've been doing this, you guys. It is stupid. But we watch it anyways. We love it. Because it's stupid. We love it so much we did a podcast. All right. So, Back to you know what's we great were. is we'll have, we won't even have to talk about after the final rows because we just, we're doing it as we go. Yeah. So Look at us. Blake, Blake is like, doubtful. oh no. I don't know. Got the ring with the ex-girlfriend. That's it. Yeah. And then... We cut to we hot go, seat time. Well, yes. Which, odd editing, really weird. I wish they would have put the Greg hot seat before Justin. Because like, it, chronologically, where it made sense. Right. I get that it's like, they wanted to they put were it towards the us end. Because like, everyone wants to know. The, which, what, honestly, I, mean, I could have lived without that conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't think we needed that. Basically, uh, oh, just as a another, our third PSA. Greg is apparently... According to him, not Meryl Streep. Uh, it was up for debate beforehand, I guess. To bring Meryl Streep's name First into of all, this? sir, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> bring Meryl into this. Look, if you wanted to bring an actor's name into it, bring in someone who's just as messy, Daniel Day-Lewis. Come on. If you still want to mm, go for top-tier actors to bring into this, but, you, but we, let's stay true to the messiness of it, Daniel Day-Lewis. Meryl is untouchable. No, leave we her alone. do not stand for bringing her into mess. Do not bring Even her into this. Even if you're on Greg's side of this, don't bring Meryl into this mess. What did Meryl? She have didn't to- ask no. for that. She didn't deserve that woman. Mama Mia is the movie I'm choosing to cite. It's the one that matters done. the most. I agree. <laughs> I, I genuinely agree. I it's mean, not have sarcasm. You seen it? That movie brings me more joy than I can do you ever know how express. Much serotonin was created. In I, the millions of viewers, there will be people that, that will be like, "It's not like out of a movie," because, like, technically, as far as like critics go, to be um, that movie brings me more joy than I think the second one too. I can't. I could have a whole ass podcast. About I can't how much say joy this for that sure. Show, that movie brings me, but Mama Mia and Childbirth might be at the same level, and who knows? Childbirth is painful. Yeah, you Mama know? Mia brings me hardly Childbirth, any pain. You go except through for labor, Pierce and then you have what? A few seconds of that oxytocin. No, Mama Mia, oxytocin the whole time. Yeah, and, and I, I don't want kids, so I all I have is Mama Mia. So Greg, don't bring it into this, okay? Because I'm not having children. So guess this what, is Greg? all I have. There will be blood. See that? Did you see that? It's the <gasps> Daniel Day Lewis movie. Did you oh, see what I did and there? And also earlier we said there was no blood yet, and, and now there the will thing. be blood. Whoa. Whoa. We're so good at this. We should do Hire another us. season. <laughs> we should we should do this for BIP. Let's go. <laughs> okay, done. We're okay, done. we're doing Sweet. it. Great. That decision had already been made, but it's cute that we did it this way. <laughs> um, so right, anyways, so Greg is in the hot seat. I feel like we've addressed a lot of it, but is there anything you wanted to extra address? Uh, I mean, there's so much we could talk I about. I stopped taking notes at this point, so I don't have anything. I know. <laughs> it's It was just, it was hard to watch. And then people were like, 
mad at Katie for how she was reacting. She was too reactive about it. And Greg was like super calm, which, which again, mm. if you listen to last week's, we said, you know, Greg could be a, gr- a great guy. We obviously, don't know him and we weren't there. Obviously, he's great to his friends like Demi because Demi's like, he's so yeah. nice to me. And which, a lot of the guys have pointed out that they're friends with Greg and can also acknowledge that. Maybe he wasn't great to Katie in that moment. That's fine. We're not saying that you have to think he's an evil person. If you do, I also kind of understand it. But what <laughs> we're saying is his actions were awful. His actions should be held accountable. He needs to hold himself accountable. He needs to do some work, just as we all do. And I still feel very strongly about that because the way that he behaved with Katie was not okay. And none of us should ever have to face or have to deal with that type of expressing of emotion especially when we're adults and we can regulate ourselves a little bit we need to do better if you are greg in this situation you can do better again just want to reiterate that um but what i do want to say is that to judge it on katie's so angry and greg is so calm i don't like that either because that's such a common dynamic and again i'm not saying that greg is an abuser of any sort but i just want to say that this is something that we see in relationships where abuse is present is where the abuser will present themselves very calmly and very well not necessarily unemotional but like a little bit more removed and then the victim is very like aggressive and angry and then the victim gets all the shame and the abuser kind of gets to sit back so i just want to be careful about which dynamics we're really highlighting because to people who have been in abusive relationships when they see people highlighting that nuanced part it makes it harder to talk about these things mm-hmm. and again i want to be clear i'm not calling greg an abuser i'm just using this we're as an example to talk about example. some of the nuances because people are talking about abuse because people are talking about ga- gaslighting these are things that get brought up and i want us to be careful about when we say these things um Because it's just important for us to be aware of how we talk about this kind of stuff. Um, But again, I mean, I think, like you said, we could have done without that. Honestly, I feel like we've all, like, went through it. Yeah. Um, It was basically just a replay, except Katie had 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 time to sit with it and realize she actually wasn't in the wrong. Because in the actual moment, she was feeling like she did something wrong to lose Greg. And then with this conversation, there's been time in between and Katie's had time to reflect and she's not in the heat of the moment. And she's angry now. Clearly, we saw that because he basically made her think that it was her fault he was leaving when in reality, there was other reasons to him. Maybe it was her fault, but that's not necessarily the case. I don't know. It's hard to like read his mind because he just kind of sat there. But anyways, I think what we were seeing was Katie's, the result of Katie having had to sit with it for a long time without having the chance to talk to him. Yeah. um, And realizing that she, in fact, was not the only person in the wrong in that relationship. And clearly that relationship was doomed because that's not how healthy relationships work. Another thing I want to bring up is that people were talking about how she's like, oh, she's just reiterating stuff that she's read on the internet. This was filmed before that episode aired. Yes. So no, she wasn't. And also, if she was, y'all are all reiterating what you read on the internet. Yeah, why? That's what we're why all doing. Why are we holding like <laughs> like I straight up like Googled she doesn't exist terms every single day in our present life. time and isn't a part of the internet and isn't yeah. watching her relationship unfold and people's reactions and people are DMing her like 
Yeah, yeah. she might be when influenced they, but by when, what's happening on the internet the same way that we all are. It's the same way that 2021 is. Are you kidding me? But what? The, the thing is, is that men, or not men tell all, this finale after the final rose was filmed prior to Katie even having a chance to see an audience perspective on the Greg talk. Prior to us watching Greg and her fall out. Exactly. So, like, and so she couldn't have known what we were going to say about it because we didn't know it happened. And so Katie came to these conclusions on her own. Katie came to these feelings on her own. Yes. And uh, they're valid because they're hers and she's the one that was there. Yeah. We saw an edited down version that was cut. I mean, truthfully, the likelihood of her response to his I love you being that she likes his face or whatever it was is probably very low. She It was almost for sure edited in a way to make it seem like that's what she said. And mm. I think that is actually pretty much agreed upon on the internet that most people are saying, like, there's no way. You think? Because they kept yeah. citing it. Like, Greg even no, said, she said it, No, she said it, but people are thinking, like, there was other parts of the conversation cut out. Oh, uh, okay. And Maybe, Because, yeah. actually, I did see a video of someone showing a jump cut. Oh, okay. And so it was clearly edited, whether it was because there was too long of a pause or whatever. But um, even if that is was her response, we still only saw... A portion of their conversation and so we have literally no idea and katie's reactions are the only valid ones i mean i also guess with greg's too because they were the ones that were there mm-hmm. we weren't yeah we saw part of it so yeah i mean I, I, she's again, like mad. it's like we said last time like we get why greg was mad we get why greg was sad like we it's hard it's so hard but it's just like the his reaction was right. so far off base yeah. like it was just so so harsh and like it really uh, solidified my opinion when he said, like, in, the, in this one, too, where he said, like, I told you you filled a void in my heart and yeah. you told me that you liked looking at my face or something. And in that moment, I was like, no other person should fill a void in your heart. Yeah, that's that a huge you are ha- pressure. Yeah, that's such a huge expectation to put on someone else, let alone a romantic partner. Like, it's, it's just not fair to tell someone that, like, that, that it's that's just not fair it's really and it yeah. wouldn't be fair of katie to say that to greg or greg to say that to katie right. like i get where it's coming from and i get that we're taught that like our partners are supposed to like take on so much all this stuff but but in reality unfair. it is unfair and it's and and, and then and it's and then, proved because when, when she didn't react a certain a way he hoped whether his hope was right or wrong or whatever katie did not react the way he hoped and it crushed him and then it pushes us to, to react in ways that we wouldn't wouldn't yeah. attribute to our character but unfortunately we do and going off of that i just want to also reiterate since i talked a little bit about abusive relationships and some of the nuanced things that we pick on that we shouldn't pick on as much i also want to say if you are ever finding yourself defending your friend who has been accused or has demonstrated behaviors that were toxic potentially abusive potentially gaslighting not ideal relationship things but you know they're a good person and they treat you well um them being good to you is not relevant to how they treat their romantic partner um and i've seen that happen with a lot of people in bachelor which i totally get because death threats and things of that nature should not be sent to anybody not ever we're we're asking for here um (laughs) but also to to (laughs) <laughs> to be tweeting out or um, sending out a message of like, well, he's nice to me. 
Um, which is in a conversation is true in a conversation that's about the treatment of their romantic partner is not relevant and is if anything can be victim blamey like why is he treating you like that because for me he treats me so nice I have had friends who are great friends to me and are horrible in their relationships and I have called them out on it and there has been points where I have stopped being their friends because if you can't treat your partner well, I don't care how good of a friend you are to me. Like, you need to work on that. Like, it's not good. And I'm, again, this it's is just not a, at Greg. This is just a specific. It, these are things that are coming up. And I and I feel like it's a great time to be talking about this stuff because this stuff doesn't come up often. There's a lot of nuance to it. And so I just want to make sure we are all equipped with thinking about these things in more complex ways because it's very complex. Yes. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I am ready to be done with Greg until Bachelor Paradise next week. Uh, oh, do you think he'll be on? Uh, yeah, I feel like. I mean, I didn't probably. see him in the preview, but like. I mean, probably, right? Why wouldn't he? What are the he? odds that he wouldn't be? I feel like if I were him, I'd probably just like dip out completely, but we're, different, we're different people he with also different. is of the perspective that he's not wrong. And he has a lot of people in his corner. Yeah, he has a lot of people in his a corner. Lot of support. We could be wrong. We, yeah. have opi- we have an opinion, you have an opinion. That we're picture all... of him and Brie came out and a bunch yes, of people were like, not they dating. should be together. Yeah, she's with she's someone else. She's in a relationship that should be But people noted. were like, yeah, she deserves him. And I was like, ah, I like Brie. I like Brie. I don't necessarily and Brie hate seems happy Greg, in her current like, relationship. she's probably in a different realm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... We've got a proposal. They yeah. So Blake shows up. <laughs> this is so, it's so weird to even talk about it like this. Why did they do it in this order? I don't like, know. I hate it. Oh, I know. Awful. I know. So Blake shows up and we're and they're still doing this thing where they're like, we don't know, and we were freaking out. We were like, if we don't get a proposal, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm gonna be real mad. I am very. I'm like, okay, people fall in love in six weeks and they get engaged. It's stupid, like, but up. I want to see it. But then in my head, That's why I'm here? Actually, not even in my head. Out loud, I'm like. But they have to get married at the end or get it's engaged. They have fun. to get engaged. I have. I don't care. I don't care if I don't believe in them or if I do believe in them. I have to see an engagement yeah. at the end of this. That like, is what I signed up for. That's what I want. It's fine if you date for like three years because you literally just met. I don't care. Totally fine. But like, I just want it. It's what I signed up for. It's it what you signed makes up for. The show complete. <laughs> All right, we can't ignore that fact. I don't want to watch someone and then say, "Hey, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend." I watch Love Island for that. Yeah. All right. And like, right now, I'm not even getting that out of Love Island. All right? For the most sorry, part. Sorry, Matt and Rachel, but that's what we wanted and you didn't give it to us. So and this is look, exciting. You're absolutely right in not getting oh, engaged. Oh, you made the greatest call. Weeks. That was Congratulations. the best call. That is so smart. That was We're proud of you, actually. So intelligent. But you didn't give us what we asked for. But get engaged. <laughs> we want the trashy TV. And the show. Anyways. It is trashy television. We love it and we hope it works out. Get that ring and date and maybe it'll work out. And also, maybe you get to keep that expensive you stay together long enough you get to keep the ring so financially it actually makes more sense this is an investment podcast we're We're just saying long-term investments listen we know all about money right we're so smart um, we have so much money invest your money in the stock market i don't know shit about that i don't know how to take out a student loan i have to do that someone could help me and get on the bachelor (laughs) have a long engagement long enough to keep the ring and you're and then you split the profits if you break up and you become an influencer perfect make money we just solved the problem so what matt and rachel should have done was just do it just do the engagement <laughs> but they didn't i mean they and they're still together together. yeah they, they i mean they break up i don't know what the contract says about breaking up and getting back oh, together they, they the don't ring. get that ring back but i feel like they would have worked harder at it 
if they knew the ring was in the, in the you know, they, they would have been like, I'm going to figure I mean, this out. I was not of the opinion to expect Mac, I neither were you, no, to expect no, no, Mac no. to work through it, because no, that no. was a whole different that level. That should be noted. This I is mean, a joke. He decided <laughs> to do that, which... Which is his choice. His choice. He can but make I had his no own decisions. expectation of him to work through that. People um, were mad at him. I'm like, he can do whatever he wants. He, you guys, guys, he's let's allowed. not tell a black man what to do in a relationship Seriously. that had a race issue. And we have no idea like what conversations they had and why he changed his mind. So why is it our fucking business, anyways? So and Blake and Katie. So we're still like, is Blake gonna propose? And we don't know. He did that thing where he's like, he did the pause. I can't give that to you or something like that and yeah. then like long pause. I can't give you what you came here for and then like the world's longest pause ever which was probably edited but I don't care I'm still I mad at Blake for it I literally relearned calculus in that pause and yeah. by literally I don't mean literally she means figuratively figuratively I know that just probably annoyed like oh my god a if good my dad is listening he will never talk to you it's again it's the vernacular okay. also my dad is so not listening so who cares <laughs> hi Todd um, <laughs> hi Todd um, also I'm rewatching Parks and Rec right now so when you said literally I was like oh, Chris Traeger um, <laughs> hold on guy anyways, anyways what, relearned calculus so, and then Blake said but I can give you more yeah he said what you can't I can do more and we Honey. we are here for it and we all were like oh they kiss and all I said while they were kissing was get on that knee get on yeah, that knee I know Karen was like knee. there's still not been a proposal because, I'm like it's coming then they're like let's be boyfriend and girlfriend no, let's not move in for. together and figure it out I'm which like, is that's too again, reasonable practical and smart and you should but please don't and then he got on one knee and I was like and we were yes. like hell yeah impulse we impulse. love it and we hope it works out even though statistically Truly. it's not likely to, but we are praying for you. Not really. We don't Doesn't pray. It, like, but we're rooting for you. I don't know why I said pray. When, we got to look up the stats of how many successful marriages they've had thus far to see if it evens out with how many successful marriages there are in America in general. You know, I actually have a little bit more free time because I go back to school on Friday. So I will work on that this week. Great. We'll bring I'm it back to kidding. you I will. for Bachelor in Paradise. So now you have to come back because you want that math. Also... <laughs> I'm bad at math, but I feel like I could do that. <laughs> I have a calculator. It's pretty easy. I can help you. I straight up failed algebra in high school, but this is just like basic percenty stuff. So, so they're engaged. We're good. There that is. Um, yeah. And also, you found out the same time as Katie's family. I just needed to say that one more time. Incredible. Because it's so funny to me. Yeah. And they seem really happy. People were like, they seem oh, cute. He's, he's the rebound. I'm like, he was again top two yeah, easy. Do you know up how until, this show works? Yeah, it's fine. They're all I feel like I feel like it's when you said this at the top, it was going to be between Greg and Blake. And so he's not necessarily the rebound because he was definitely going to be a top two. I genuinely was like, I assumed he was final one when for a we while. Went, when we went final four, I was like, Greg, Blake and Michael. Yep. And I don't know who she's going to choose out of those three. Yeah, I and then, seriously did not know who she would choose out of those three. I just knew it would be one of those three and it people, ended up being Blake acting like Blake is like a random choice because I've seen a few people really surprised and I'm like okay but like I honestly and I'm actually pretty bad at choosing I'm almost always wrong at the beginning of the season but I, Blake is not a weird no choice and they had great chemistry from the start yeah. so it's not surprising he, and he even came in late and he still killed it and so look, if it doesn't work out it's likely that it could not but she also, can move to Ohio and be what? with Michael People who got through top one, it also didn't work out. I.E. Jed. I.E. Colton. Colton messed up that whole last couple episodes. Colton jumped over a fence. He jumped over a fence. I mean, a whole fence. And it didn't work out. And, I mean, 
for reasons that matter. What I'm but saying like, is there are <laughs> no, reasons no. that are always going to happen and it might not work out. And it honestly, I don't know, maybe to Katie no and Blake won't. Maybe they will. That did not work I out. I feel like they'll have great chemistry, though, and I think they could make it work out. I think so, does, too. So. I think as a couple, they make sense. Um, and it, rumor has it they are moving to San Diego together. Yeah. Because we've discussed that Katie had said she was moving to San Diego, and we were like, well, then who the hell does she end up with? Um, but I guess they might be moving there together. So they are. Yeah. Um, it seems like that's what yeah. the internet is saying. And I saw people criticizing, like, now she's just going to be an influencer. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's like every half of it. bachelorette before Becca, mm-hmm. Hannah, mm-hmm. all the other Hannahs, all the other Beccas, <laughs> Victorias. Yeah. All of them are. They're all influencers. I can't think guys. of any. It's the nature of the show now. It kind of sucks. But three whatever. to four years that are not doing some sort of. I've, and they're still doing. Some of them are still doing their OG jobs too. Yeah. But like a lot of them are making income through Instagram or whatever. And most. Who wouldn't? I'm sorry. But if someone was like, hey, I'll pay you this much money per post that you make. Yeah, I'd probably do it because money is nice to have. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's some odd of this stuff. to judge. Why are we Come judging on. people for that? Get that money. Go for it. The world is expensive. And then we have Bip. Bachelor in Paradise. It took me a minute. Bip. Um, the promo, which I was super happy to see because promo. I wanted to see Riley, and Riley is there, and I have a particular person I want to see him with, and I think I saw them smooching already, so I'm excited. I'm not excited about the Thomas and Becca thing. It looks like they're probably going to be a thing. I think you're just... Preview. you're. I feel like you're projecting that because you're scared it's gonna happen i'm scared it's, okay it's either thomas and becca or thomas and abigail but abigail was like cozing up with, with noah. face noah which that was i don't like it weird i feel like she could do better anyways we got grocery store joe um with and uh, serena and then kendall kendall's back comes in i don't think that was fun. i doubt they get back together though no i don't see that i would love it because i think they were really cute together but clearly they broke up for a reason and i feel like it's gonna stay that way um Who yeah else was there? that was a fun i don't know most of the people were the same Ooh. people we've seen in multiple previews trey got some lip Trey's, action what up trey what was congratulations that, my dude let us know friend of the pod actually you can't <laughs> that would be probably you are contractually obligated to not tell us so don't tell us so actually don't i can't wait but also we're on a podcast but karen is currently winking barely um, i can't like, wink. Hey. i can wink how rihanna can wink because rihanna can't wink it's her weakness Okay, fun that's fact. an odd fun fact to know, but I support you. I don't know why. I know in knowing that. that, um, I don't think I can wink well. Like it's not cute, but I can like do it. I yeah. don't know. It's Anyways, not cute. Super excited for Bachelor in Paradise. There's some Demi Mari, Mari yeah, drama. Demi. Okay, I'm not really invested in it. I am not either because I couldn't care less. But also, Demi seems like she's being extra. Yeah. Which isn't surprising. But <laughs> no. I don't know how much I am excited about it. Eh. I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm super excited about Bachelor in Paradise in general. I'm excited for the for I'm it, so it to excited. be made fun of. I love this show. It's my favorite Bachelor show. I hope the editing is top tier. It just always like is. And so I good. honestly, and I've said this last time, like last season, which was two years ago now, um, and but we didn't have a podcast then. I genuinely, this is not a joke, believe that the editors of Bachelor in Paradise deserve an award. That last season? For they comedic, like, comp. I just knocked a thing on the desk, but they deserve a comedy award of some type. I don't know which award. 
but they deserve it because it's freaking hilarious. Yep. I laugh out loud when I watch that show. It's so, so good. good. So excited. And they've got Claire talking to random animals on and the beach. Like, come on, who doesn't want to see that? We have had so many hot mess cast members I just, these last few seasons to the point where I was like, Victoria's now maybe a I goddess don't want to watch reason. them in bit. But now I'm like, yeah, bring Peter's girls. Yeah, let's bring Matt's do girls. It. Yeah, bring them all in. I'm bring here. Them all in. I'm here for it. And then all of the wholesome men from Katie and um, Taisha Claire season. And then some of the not so ones. But like most yeah. of them are really great. We've got Trey and, and Brendan. Some of them we might be like, oh, they weren't that great, actually. Now they're intermixed with yeah. all this other stuff. Because that happens maybe, on Bachelor in Paradise, too. We're like, oh, maybe plot twist Thomas is super nice. Ooh. We don't know. Okay. We're willing We're willing to go into it with an open mind. I, I will. Yep. And if he proves us otherwise, that's fine. Oh, gosh. I, not, I doubt it. Oh, gosh. I'm, so I'm just nervous. saying, <laughs> I would go, I, I'd like to go into paradise with an open mind. Yes. Maybe even Queen Victoria, now goddess Victoria, will be like super chill. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so, with that, I'm going to move us into giving out our last rose of the season. Sweet. And I want to just put this out there, Ashley. Maybe we just give our rose to whoever not just based off this last episode okay. just based on the season all right um and i would like to go first i would love for you to go first okay. because like every other week since the start of this i forget that we do this yeah and, and i think I we can leave the do one. better out because because we're gonna end on a happy it. note so we're gonna give our rose for the season okay for me this person has never disappointed this person i think has shown an amazing character, an amazing emotional intelligence, an amazing um, touch with um, Katie in the sense of like being in tune with her and her emotions and respectful of, respectful of her on the show and post show. And also just like a light in the franchise. And we don't deserve him because he is so good. And I, I think I know who it is. It's like the one person, maybe not the one person, but like a, I'm like a hundred percent certain that I will consistently adore this man. Um, and I don't think he'll disappoint me. And if he does, he'd probably like, he probably has a really good reason yeah. and then, and, and like grow, you know? Right okay. And it's Michael A. I knew it. That is like my rose forever. I think that man is beyond anything ever. He's like Zach level, like Zach and him. I'm just like, they're just such great examples of emotionally intelligent and romantic and amazing men for amazing women and i just hope that he finds his second love and that they have an amazing family together whoever that may be um and if he is the bachelor he is the bachelor i hope that (gasps) you know he has a great time not too much trauma um and he finds his love and he finds his second love and him and james will run into the sunset happily ever after because i he's probably the best thing out of this i mean so many of the men have been great but like i think they most of them would agree when i say that michael a is just like top tier can not even compare with any guys i've heard from other guys on this season that we've talked to is uh michael and connor Hands down, yeah. the two just wholesome best guys. Yeah, so no Michael one has a, a word to say. You have my rose for the season and probably for future seasons because, man, you have set the bar. <laughs> right on. Good one. My rose is not to one specific person, 
uh, but to a concept, not really. It's to the ladies of the season. So we've got Taisha, Caitlin, and Katie. Because all of them had to face some shit. So Taisha and Caitlin had the insane pressure of appeasing a group of people who were weirdly obsessed with Chris Harrison um, in a way that, like, I've never seen people be so excited about a person who has, like, less than five minutes of screen time per two-hour episode. But that's fine. Um, It's fine. Um, But they... I mean, they could have not killed it. Like, and if they didn't kill it, I wouldn't be saying that they were great. But I honestly think they were really great. I really liked their dynamic together and with Katie. And I liked the... And this has literally nothing to do with my opinion of Chris Harrison. This is just purely about them. I liked the idea of having people who have been through it before mm-hmm. there. Like, the whole Katie on the bathroom floor with Caitlyn moment. Mm. I'm sorry, but Chris Harrison couldn't have done that. And so regardless of your opinion of whether Chris should or should not be on the show anymore, that type of content would not have happened had it been Chris. And you can be like, oh, I would, I can live without that content or I can't, but I really enjoyed having it. And I think Caitlin or Katie um, agreed because she actually thanked Caitlin and Tasha at the end of the episode for their support. And I like that. And also for Katie... Um, just because I just, she's had to deal with so much shit on the internet and so many like criticisms of things that are just stupid things to criticize. And there's some things that are valid things to criticize because nobody's perfect, but some of yes, the things she's had to, 100%, like I'm things. not, I don't want to claim that Katie is, you know, the most perfect person on the planet. I don't think Katie would claim that. Mm-mm. Um, but I just feel like she's dealt with some unnecessary criticism and I feel like she's dealt with it pretty well. Um, because personally, I think if it was me, I'd probably get really like sassy on the internet. And I just don't feel like she has, she's not, she's not ignored it, but, um, I just feel like she's handled it well. So the ladies of the season get my rose because mm-hmm. they all were great. And also Tasha is just so pretty. She's a freaking Disney princess. I cannot. She's a freaking Disney princess. <laughs> she woman. like came on my screen at one point today and I was just like, holy crap, she's gorgeous. I was there. I say it every day. Yeah, you were there. I can and attest Kaylin to this. Too. Oh my God, that pink yeah. dress on her. They all both looked great. Actually, oh my all three of them. I love Katie's look tonight too. Yeah. Um, which, my goodness. You know, I'm sure people hated it because everyone hates everything, but <laughs> that's a carry thing, but yeah. It's fine. So, um, yeah, with that, we did it. We did it. We finished the season. Congrats, Look everyone. Here us. we are. You made it. The longest you episode listened. to date. Seriously. <laughs> Here we are. But there was also the longest episode of the season for the show. So it's fair. So it makes sense because there was but more to talk about. we will be working on reducing as we go because we We've know. been good at that. We've been really good. General. I think an hour We've been has under been pretty an hour. good. Usually an hour, an hour ten. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. Truly Truly, truly, like, cannot believe for real that there's people. There's people. There's like actually people. And you maybe like us or like to disagree with us, which honestly, that's, that's great fine. too. Like, that's cool. I, if you do not have to agree with <laughs> everything that we have to say. Um, so if you haven't, please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and TikTok. We will be back for Bachelor in Paradise in seven days from now, in a week. Um, <laughs> we have a little bit of a little bit of a different. Thing to share with y'all during that time 
Um, and I know that we weren't clear on when we post these episodes, but we will be clear with Bachelor in Paradise when you should expect to see our episodes come up. We're still figuring this thing out. It was new. And so we're really grateful for your patience. And for those of you who have been with us since the first episode, since the second, since the middle, wherever you dropped in, if you're still here, thank you so much. To the cast members who kindly let us know that you're listening. So strange. Hi. <gasps> Leslie, almost forgot. Hold on. Oh my on. gosh. Actually, this was not planned. But anyways, Hold you on. get your thing while I will introduce this so we were t- i was messaging on the instagram with a person that most of you don't remember kyle who might be listening right now <laughs> Hi, kyle. um kyle so. has become part of a, a bit of a joke um not that he's a joke but part of a running joke within bachelor that he's, a part of, honestly. That he's fully in on um he showed up on the mentel all a couple weeks ago and people were like who the fuck is kyle because kyle went home like week two um well we remembered kyle because on our first episode, you might remember, uh, we went through every single guy that was going to be on the season, and Kyle, in his headshot, was wearing a sweater. And Karen was like, I own that sweater. I think we have the same sweater, Kyle. It might be the same sweater. Okay, so- Kyle, is it is it from Target? From the Goodfellow & Co. brand? Let but us if know. it is, super comfy sweater, great selection, yeah. very well-priced. Yeah. We can wear it together when we meet each other, obviously. This episode sponsored by Target. I Not wish. Really. That'd be so cool. That would be real Kyle cool. Kyle would be so excited for us. I know. So, hi, Kyle. So, Kyle, please <laughs> let us know if you have a same sweater yeah. as me. That's li- as soon as you came, or Kyle came up on Reddit, the reason I remembered who he was was because I the saw sweater. his shot and I was like, I think we have the same sweater. So, we know who you are. So, please bring this circle and close it for us. Please. Because you were at the start with us, yes. whether you were actually there with us or not. So anyways, thank you to the cast members. I, it's insane to us every time one of you tells us that you're listening. Uh, I will, because I'm the one on the Instagram, so I will text Karen and, we and Jimmy. We lose our shit. seriously love to have you on if your Please, contract lets you have it. Let if you want to join us for a recap, if you want to join us to play a game, I'm sure we would, I mean, we would 100% love it, and I'm sure everyone else would too. Right. So. Make sure to follow us, to subscribe, to leave your review about the season, how much you liked us, how much you didn't like us, whatever it is. Um, or you could let your toddler just type out the review for you. We'd really appreciate it. We, we just need the interaction, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, and just make sure to follow us on everything. The details will be in the description. And let us know all your very opinionated thoughts. And thank you again for thank letting you. us steal you for a sec. And we'll see you for a bit. Woo!